Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sports Speak, your weekly podcast of all things sports. I'm Wayne Shingoli, your host, and uh, yeah, podcast number four of Sports Speak. A little, little uh, vacation by the Go Go's to uh, get us all started. Hope you like that. Hope you're all doing well out there. And I guess you know how to get the podcast because you're listening. Uh, pass the word. Pass the word around. I'm on Facebook. I put it on Twitter. We're on, of course, this is produced by WTSR 91.3 FM and on the web at WTSR.org. Uh, I'm a disc jockey there, a sports broadcaster. I do a show every Friday from 6 to 7 called Sports Countdown. And uh, the students there who are on the board, they, they take my the station manager, they take my broadcast, and uh, they put it on the platforms that you can listen to, WTSR.org, and just click on uh, Shows, click on Sports, Sports Countdown, and there I am. So I thank them. We're still not on the air at WTSR. That's the College of New Jersey where we broadcast in Ewing, New Jersey, uh, suburb of Trenton. Not on the air yet. I, you know, it looks like maybe I haven't heard anything, but I, w- I would think we should be on the air pretty soon. I mean, things are starting to open up. You know, you can tell there's a different vibe in the air. And, uh, so, but we're, we'll st- we're still not on the air live. So I'm doing this weekly podcast to keep y'all updated and up to date on the sports scene. Let's get to it. We have one RIP. Wes Unsel, 74, a Hall of Famer, spent his entire 13 career with the uh, Baltimore Capital Washington Bullets. He was the MVP uh, finals. He was the MVP in the finals of 1978 where they played the Seattle Sonics and beat them in seven games. Game seven was on tape delay. Yes, it was. My, how far have we come. Unsold died of uh, heart complications and pneumonia. Here's what I could say about Wes. He was a great player. Uh, Drafted in 1968, the second overall pick by the Washington Bullets out of Louisville. And what I can say about Wes is, besides maybe, or right up there with Bill Walton and Bill Russell, Wes Unsold probably had the fastest release up court of a rebound that I ever saw. He would grab a rebound and get rid of it in a split second. I mean, he was just unbelievable. And uh, just to remind everybody, uh, well, again, Wes Unsold, uh, 74 years old, RIP Wes Unsold. And to re- uh, remind everybody, uh, this is a recorded podcast. I am recording from my apartment, my sumptuous apartment <laughs> in uh, Hamilton, New Jersey, also a suburb of Trenton. And so let's get to the monologue. And I'm going to give some opinions now, some, uh, I guess, political opinions. They're my opinion. They don't represent WTSR or 
They don't represent WTSR, let me put it that way. Of course, sports sometimes goes into politics. That's just the nature of things. So during the week, Drew Brees said that anyone who uh, kneeled, uh, I guess during the Star Spangled Banner or, or whatever, the national anthem, is disrespecting the flag. And he got a lot of backlash over that with what's going on with George Floyd, with the protests, with the rebellions. It was just the wrong thing to say at the wrong time. You have to be more cognizant of what's going on. He backed off of it. He got, he got crucified from his teammates, from everybody, the press, the teammates, the media. You know, just a, a deluge of criticism. And when we were kids, and I don't know if they still do it, but we used to say the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. And one of the lines is liberty and justice for all. And we do not have that. We haven't had that for 400 years, to be perfectly frank with you. This, the police brutality against blacks, against African-American men, has been going on for decades. You just didn't see it before. There was no video. There was no social media. So you didn't see it. Things have to change. I don't want to get into how Trump is dividing everybody. Instead of, instead of apologizing, instead of commiserating with the African-American community, he throws tear gas at peaceful protesters in Washington while he says that he's all for the peaceful protesters with a Bible in front of a church he never goes to and a Bible he probably never reads. Uh, he's all for peaceful protesters and in the background going on probably just at the same time or minutes after tear gassing the Washington, D.C. protest crowds. Now, I'm not perfect. I will admit that I'm prejudiced. I grew up in the 60s during the riots or rebellions, if you want to call them that. Uh, I had some violent incidents when I was in high school in Trenton High. Trenton High, make that. I'm, I have to be a good broadcaster here. I got, I got, I got hit a couple times, got attacked by black people, and that prejudice has stayed with me, although I admit it, I know it's wrong, I work on it, I pray for it to be removed. And this thing has woke me up too. You know, I notice sometimes the way I, the way I cast glances at uh, African Americans around me. As I said, I'm not perfect. But this has woke me up, and I'm going to work on it, and I'm going to try to eliminate it. So I think that's my two cents about it. You see, America says you can protest. I'm talking about kneeling during the anthem. It's not disrespecting the flag. Colin Kaepernick had it right. He was kneeling against police brutality, not disrespecting the flag. And in America, we're allowed to protest. 
That's what America is. We don't get called in to, to uh, use a euphemism. We don't get called into the office for protesting. That's what America is. But right now we have, we have, the, we have the press being punched around. We have Trump with the, with the tear gas against the protesters. Democracy is, is at a crossroads in America for sure, and I won't get into that. That's all I have on that. Uh, to get back to, well, that was sports because we had the Drew, uh, Drew Brees thing. That was sports. Sports, once again, is a microcosm of society. I said it last week. I'm saying it again. Let's get to some sports. Uh, during the week, we had the players. This is Major League Baseball. We had the players uh, send a proposal for a 114-game season. Uh, end the season October 31st. Have the playoffs in all of November, which I'm, I'm not for that proposal. You can't play 114 games. You can't play till the end of November. You're going to have snow on the ground. Uh, it's just too many games. But I guess they sent that figure because the owner said 50 or 60. Uh, also, two years of extended playoffs. So basically that was – I'm just hitting the highlights. Basically that was the uh, player's uh, proposal. Then the owners got back. They won 50 to 60 games. And they said they're not going to negotiate on this. So I, I, I don't know what the deal is. They said the money would go back to the March 26th agreement and it'll be prorated. In other words, the owners are saying they're not going to send a counter, as far as I understand it, they're not going to send a counter proposal to the players. 50 to 60 games is also ludicrous. That is not enough games. We, we do need a compromise. We need a compromise about 81, eight, you know, 80, 85, 82, where they said it, you know, where, where I heard that number before in March. Maybe it was in the March 26 quote agreement. But 50 games, 60 games, that's not good enough. So, there will be baseball. Even if there's no agreement reached, they'll go ahead with the March 26th agreement, and there will be baseball played. There's going to be baseball. Also, there will be, and I, I had this wrong, there will be no three-team division. Although the East will play the East, the American League East will play the National League East, and they'll play within each other's division. And the Central will play the Central, the West will play the West. There will be no 310-team division. There will still be the American and the National League, and three divisions in each league. And I suppose that the winner, they'll have the winner of uh, the East, Central, and uh, West. They'll have the three-division winners. And four wild cards because they're going to have 14 playoff teams. So they'll have the three division winners and four wild cards. Uh, also, what, what do I have here? So basically that's, that's the, uh, 
as I try to clear my throat here. That's the, that's what's going on. But there's going to be baseball. They'll just play with the money prorated, and hopefully, you know, the owners do cave in to 81 games. They say they'll lose their shirt every game that's played. Uh, you, you know, I, I, uh, I, I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's why they only want 50, 60 games. We need more games, please. Uh, Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, said the state intends uh, for fans up to 50% capacity. So he's the governor of Texas. That's Houston and uh, the Texas Rangers. That means they would have 20,000, approximately 20,000 fans in the stands. What about other teams that can't? What about San Francisco, which probably can't have any fans? Is that an unfair advantage to the Texas teams? I, I don't I don't think every stadium can have fans. It all depends on the state's you know, you know uh, laws or agree or you know COVID restrictions. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, this one I don't quite understand. Teams team announcers will not travel on the road. They will broadcast the game at home, which means like Mets announcers like Gary Cohen, Keith Hernandez, and uh, Ron Darling will broadcast the games at home or in a broadcast studio. There's only two or three people. Uh, All right, the statistician. I'm talking about people in the booth. You could have them. I don't understand this. You could have them spread out. If they're going to broadcast at home, why can't they broadcast on the road? You don't, like I said, you only have three or four people. The statistician, the announce, the main, the play-by-play, and the analyst. And sometimes maybe two analysts. That doesn't make any sense. If they can broadcast at home, why can't they broadcast on the road? I do not understand that. I don't get it. Certainly you could fit four people in a, in a, in a booth and be okay. What's the difference between a home and the road? Is it the travel? The teams have to. I don't understand it because I, I, I didn't. I didn't read why exactly why. I, I would like my announcers in the booth on the road, so I you know so I can see them. You know, show them hold the whole you know hold up in their home or in a in a antiseptic broadcast studio. And uh, one more baseball note. Uh, Lenny Dykstra, of course, people we well know Lenny Dykstra, had a suit against Ron Darling's book. Uh, Ron Darling uh, wrote a book on the 86 Mets. Uh, the, the name escapes me. Uh, the suit was, he, he sued for, uh, 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 libel, defamation of character. The suit was thrown out. And the reason the judge gave, one of the reasons, was that Dykstra's character was already so damaged, because uh, in the book, Darling said that uh, Dykstra was hurling uh, racial epitaphs at uh, uh, Oil Can Boyd, Boston pitcher in the uh, World Series of 86, and and other other. Things that aren't too nice. 
The reason the judge gave, one of the reasons for throwing the suit out, was that Dykstra's character was so damaged by his own autobiography, Nails, that it couldn't be repaired, that it was beyond fixing. <laughs> it's Dykstra's own book, which evidently, I didn't read the book. I wouldn't read Dykstra Nails. I, I, I could care less. I know he's a rough character. I could, like I said, I could care less about Dykstra's book. But the judge threw it out because Dykstra's autobiography just, his own autobiography. So evidently he wrote things in there that weren't too flattering about himself. <laughs> oh man, what a character, Larry Dykstra. So that's what we have on baseball. Let's go to the NBA. The NBA uh, will have the playoffs by July 31st or, or, or July 31st. As I said before, I think I said this last week, it'll be 22 teams, eight regular season games, which I, I you know, they're for seeding purposes. I just, I don't know why you're having regular season games. Dumb. I mean, I love Adam Silver, but... So it's my understanding that the eight regular season games will... Because they're going to have 22 teams, will whittle the field down to their normal 16. So they'll have eight regular season games to get down to 16. That's my understanding. All the games will be in Orlando, Florida. Disney World. Orlando, Florida. The players today approved it unanimously. No stuff like Major League Baseball and the owners in Major League Baseball. By the way, getting back to that, there's going to be trouble next year. There, the, the, the trouble was brewing because of the free agency situation where they're signing too many players. The, the players think their owners are signing too many players to one-year contracts. Uh, free agents are out there forever. They're taking forever to sign free agents now. And now that we have this bickering in the COVID situation, something's going to happen next year. There's going to be a strike. There's going to be a lockout. There's going to be something. It's coming. It's coming because these sides do not like each other. And the owners, I'm always on the player side. I just am. Between billionaires and millionaires, I'm on the millionaire side. I tend to lean left. The, the owners have been, uh, you know, really, uh, they pulled in the reins, let's say, on free agency lately. It has been a systematic tightening of the money in free agency. So there's going to be, some kind of work stop, I think. There's going to be some kind of work stoppage next year in Major League Baseball. Let's get back to the NBA. Players approved it unanimously. So the one of the uh, benefits of, it's probably the wrong word, of raising the uh, 
playoff teams to 22 is that we get to see Zion Williamson. The Pelicans will make the, uh, maybe not the, the postseason because the postseason will just be the 16 teams, but he'll be in this round robin regular season, whatever it is, uh, pl- uh, sort of playoffs. Kind of. Kind of, sort of. <laughs> so we get to see Zion Williamson. You know, aren't you a little excited we're going to start seeing sports pretty soon? We'll just get, get by this month, June, and we'll have baseball in early July. We will. They're going to have it. It's a, it's a go. No matter how they disagree, there's going to be baseball. And then a month down the road, we have NHL. If you like the NHL, which, you know, I don't, even though my Rangers will be in the playoffs because of the expanded 24-team field. Hockey, you know, hockey fans, you got the NHL, you got the NBA. We're going to have some sort of season. We're going to have a champion. We're going to have TV, hockey, baseball, basketball. I'm, and it just feels like we're on the other side of the, a sign that we're on the other side of the COVID thing. My weather app always shows a little COVID red circle at the bottom to check on your county, which I'm Mercer County, and to check on New Jersey, the state, check on the COVID totals. They replaced it with a hurricane watch thing. Some kind of, you know, the latest hurricane, whatever it is. It's not a hurricane. It's a tropical storm. It's in the Gulf. I forget the name. Not Albert. Albert? No, not Albert. I don't know what the name is. But they replaced the COVID thing with the tropical storm thing. That's a sign that things are getting better. (laughs) That's definitely a sign. So that's the NBA. We're going to have NBA. We're going to have MLB. We're going to have NHL. No news on the NHL. I gave you the whole playoff format last week. I didn't hear any uh, NHL news. If it was out there, I missed it. I try to write down everything that happens during the week on my ESPN app, my CBS Sports app. Try to get you everything that on my uh, my Twitter account, John Heyman, and uh, the name escapes me. I like the guy. I can see him. Rosenfield, is it? That's probably wrong. Dan Rosenfield? Is that? That doesn't sound right. Something like that. <laughs> Baseball expert. <laughs> NFL trading training camps, and maybe I said this last week, training camps will stay home, of course. The coaches can now report to the training camps, even the head coaches, except the 49ers. One team. Because San Francisco has been hit so hard, Looks like the coach can't report to the training camp or the offices in San Francisco. So everybody, coaches, can report except San Francisco. You think maybe they move, well, I guess, I don't know if they can move their facilities or offices or to some safer place. Look, they're not going to have mini camps. They're not going to have these these stupid June mini camps. They're ridiculous. 
you know, the NFL with the OTAs, the mini camps, it's just, you know, it's just, please. They'll probably, they'll probably have the training camp July. But please, we don't need mini camps and OTAs and all that garbage. Garbage is what I call it. <laughs> Golf! Golf! We'll be back. The PGA will be back Thursday, June 11th, next Thursday, with the Charles Schwab Invitational or Tournament or whatever they call it. All the, na- all the names will be I don't think Tiger will be there, but Phil will be there. We'll have, we'll have all the, all the, I don't, maybe Tiger will be there. I, I'm sorry, I didn't get at uh, press time, radio time, podcast time, I didn't get that info. I, I don't think I heard Tiger's name. If he is playing, I apologize. Pretty sure Phil's playing. So the PGA is back. This Thursday, June 11th. I, I, I don't, pretty sure they're not having the U.S. Open, which would be the Father's Day weekend. I don't think that's back on the schedule. But the PGA's back. And I watch golf, even though I'm terrible. Although I played yesterday and hit some monster drives for a, for a 67-year-old. I played with a young kid, and he said, you know, I'm normally not out drove because we both play from the senior tees because we had two other seniors. So he played he played on the senior tees with us, and I out drove him by about five, by about uh, three yards, but I out drove him. He said that COVID could not live in me. <laughs> I'm a monster 67-year-old. So PGA back Thursday. And finally, so they have, they have open training camps or whatever kind of spring practice, uh, in college football. So the Alabama players reported five Alabama football players tested positive right off Jump Street. So, and, and that's how they're, so we're not out of the woods yet. And that's how they're going to handle the NBA being so, you know, the players being in such close proximity when they play. They're going to have, everybody's going to be tested every single day to make sure everybody's not testing positive for COVID. And frankly, and it hasn't happened, I don't know why, that's what we need in this country. Everybody's got to have the capacity to get freaking tested. And it hasn't happened. All right, I'll get off my soapbox. I hope I didn't say anything that offended anybody today uh, with my uh, personal character defects and and views. Uh, I, I did not mean to offend anybody. I just wanted to be honest. And I think that we need, and I'll borrow a phrase from the AA movement of uh, 85 years ago, we need rigorous honesty. Rigorous honesty. And really look at ourselves. 
because we're part of the problem. Problem, the white race in general is part of the problem, and we have to look inside ourselves. I'm white. I'm Caucasian. And we need to change. Everybody needs to change. Not just the police. We all need to look at ourselves. Hey, if you got this beat, if you have not one ounce of prejudice in you, God bless you. But we all feel, usually feel comfortable around each other. Even African Americans feel more comfortable with African Americans. Of course they feel more comfortable with African Americans, for crying out loud. Usually white people don't get tailed by the police and pulled over for no reason except you're African American. We don't have to worry about that. We don't have to worry about a, a, a knee on our neck for nine minutes. We don't have to worry about that. So I apologize for any comments that might have offended anybody. That was not my purpose. It was just to give you an honest account of how I feel. So five Alabama football players tested positive, and that's all the sports I have. Uh, enjoy the sports. Enjoy the uh, PGA return. Enjoy all the news. And stay safe out there. Move around a little bit. Play around the golf. Go to the park. Things are starting to, things are starting to, to burst open, just like spring. I'll see you next week for podcast number five. Take care.